0: Mike check, Mike check. Is this thing on? I think it's on. Andrew, are we together? Yeah. Finally. We are. The border does not
1: separate us. It doesn't. Any longer. Episode 35. Let's do it.
0: You're listening to the Double A Balls Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Romanella. It is absolutely popping off. Do you know what we call that sometimes? Dick High Fun Balls. And Anthony Rinaldi. I'm going to say something crazy. The show starts now. If you're feeling like a go on, brush your shoulders off. Ladies and pimp, too, go on, brush your shoulders off. This is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told you get that yes indeed yes indeed this is the double a balls podcast i am your host andrew romanella and finally finally sitting next to me my partner anthony rinaldi hey drew how the hell are you pal i'm doing good i missed you it's been a while. It's been a while since we've been together. It's it's been a while since the Instagram Live folks get a chance to see to dive right in. These these beautiful mugs. Yeah. And this fantastic Dig Me apparel because we not only got together this week for EP thirty five, but we're together at the Dig Me Dab Studios and that's always a positive time.
1: Couldn't couldn't be happier to be here, buddy. Well, a lot I of sports guess. to get into, buddy. You've been away for so long. Do you remember that football started?
0: Ah, uh, well, I was watching the. You're playing CFL all that highlights. baseball.
1: You're watching all this baseball. You're playing all this baseball, Andrew. I say we save that for Friday. Let's dive right into some football talk.
0: Football has started. I guess if we're at the Dig Me Dab Studios, studios, we should remind the people that you need to head over to digmenation.com and you need to search the shirts, the hats, the hoodies the polos, the whole collection. And when you purchase the fantastic Dig Me gear that Anthony and I have on during our podcast at the Dig Me studio, use the promo code DIGTHEDAB18. That's Dab with two A's, 18 the number, at digmenation.com, and you will receive 30% off every single one of your purchases. That's almost half. Almost half. I was told correct. If the math is kind of correct, that's almost half. We also have another promo for you, and that's at vm sports.com. And if you go there, you'll see that there's an event coming up on December 2nd that myself, Anthony, and the great owner here at Digme, Ray Navarrete, or Ray Digme, as you all may know him, will be hosting with our friend Vinny Malzon and his company, VM Sports. And you can meet four former New York Yankees, world champion, champion.
1: Yankees, Andrew. Don't forget that. That's
0: key there. World champion New York Yankees, Shane Spencer, Tanya Sturz, Charlie Hayes, and Jeff Nelson. Use the promo code DAB at checkout and receive 25% off those tickets. That event is on December 2nd.
1: I can't wait for that event, Andrew. I can't wait to talk to Charlie Hayes. He caught that. Last fly ball, he sealed the victory in that. I can't imagine what that feeling is like. Shane Spencer, I want to ask him about Luke Voigt. I feel like Luke Voigt is the Shane Spencer of this 2018 squad. You know why? Because Shane came in there, he was hitting those dingers, man. He was getting, he was getting the bench hyped up without Aaron Judge, Andrew. My Yankees looking a little a little a little slow right now.
0: Especially as we get closer to October baseball. So as you can see, my partner's excited, avid Yankees fan over here. And if you are as well, vm-sports.com, promo code DAB twenty five percent off.
1: Great gift. Great gift for a loved one who's a diehard
0: Yankee fan. Fantastic Just gift. Just Christmas,
1: birthdays, Hanukkah. Anything. Any holiday around the area. Kwanzaa, So you celebrate it? Invite the folks out.
0: And we should probably remind everybody to head over to our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram. Social Media Blitz. It's Dab Podcast on both, as well as the website, DAABPodcast.com. You know, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Google Podcast, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So we've paid our bills, we're excited to be back together. And you've reminded me, after my stint of coaching some playoff baseball, that football has kicked off. And you're fired
1: up. Fired up. Andrew, tell me, in Canada time, you were able to watch the bad man, Aaron Rodgers,
0: play a little football Sunday night. So can I tell you this? I've been so excited, and I haven't even told you about this until we got to this exact moment. I was able to see the bad man Aaron Rodgers because on our bus ride back from Canada, we went into our direct, my, my parents' direct TV account, and were able to. Those hook, Romanellas, they're, they're top notch. The Listen, Sunday class, NFL ticket. Class
1: personified the Romanella family. The dad. Sunday
0: NFL ticket up to the TV screens on the bus while we were driving home. So, yeah, I did see that bad man, and I saw him play injured and come back from 20 to nothing against that was a huge division rival in the Chicago Bears on week one. And at first, I'm not going to lie, Ant, I thought it was a bad decision. I'm like, it's week one. I know Deshaun Kaiser's your backup, but I don't think the Bears are ridiculously good. I know the Vikings are really good, but you're, that's who's your main competition. But why get Aaron Rodgers hurt now? But when you see what he did and what the team looked like after he left in the second quarter compared to what it looked like in the second half when he was on one leg, I'd rather him on one leg then a lot of quarterbacks on two.
1: Right, there's only one quarterback I prefer. If Aaron Rodgers only had one leg, there's only one other quarterback, Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, he's that good. You saw, I mean, listen, they're down 20 nothing, going into the locker room. McCarthy was like, in his head, he's like, you know what, what if they're, what if Chicago had come out and scored right away or something, or got a field goal, and it was 23 or 24 or 27 nothing. You think Aaron Rodgers comes in that game, or do you think they sit him? So that's the question, you know, that's, but it didn't matter because once McCarthy got the, the nod from the doctors that, that A-Rod
0: was okay, he's like, all right, obvious choice. Well, Chicago got the ball at the start of the second half. Do you st- think they were still waiting to make a decision based on what happened that drive? Like if they were down 27 nothing, or excuse me, if they went down 24 nothing, on a touchdown instead of a field goal, it would change the thought process because instead of it being a three possession game, it now becomes a four possession game. Or do you think the minute he came out of that locker room, and the doctors probably cleared him to even think about going back on the football field, depending on how he his pain tolerance can it, or is, that he was going in regardless.
1: I guess I mean, I, to watch to watch that injury unfold, the the D lineman from. Chicago landed, rolled right over his his leg. His left leg was straight. I think it was left leg, left leg, right leg. Either way, it was straight across his body. Three hundred some pounds of of man meat lands on his leg. You see him immediately grab it. I I'm watching it live. I have him in fantasy, so I'm like ah oh, here we go. He had a surgically repaired knee in college. He went out last year with a collarbone. So you're like, is he really gonna is, is Mr is Mr Rogers really? You know, peanut brittle. Like, what's going on here? He's the one
0: killer for his career.
1: So, you hold your breath, he goes into the locker room, and you're right. That second quarter was the Khalil Mack show. You saw the difference. I mean, hold on. First off, Andrew, I mean, Khalil. That's we haven't been able so to talk good. about this trade. He's so Is good. Is that serious? He's so good. And did
0: you watch Oakland last night? Generate Be so bad. <laughs> generate no pass rush. John Gruden's not smart. And I heard something great today from Dan Patrick, and it was that. You love that guy. Yeah, I do love Dan Patrick. I him on the show, will you? What do Man, you think? We'll, we'll, I'll work on the connections. You he know he's watching. Dan, Dan what's up, Dan? on the show. I heard him say that he thinks the Raiders are tanking, but really just setting themselves up for their move to Vegas. So rather than pay Khalil Mack all that money and spend two of that, whatever that contract is, in Oakland, why not trade, not pay him that money, trade him and get a lot of picks back in 2020 that set you up for your first ve- year in Las Vegas, why you signed John Gruden to a 10-year deal. So the first two years, so us on the outside looking in say, oh my God, the Raiders have to be good this year. They signed John Gruden to a $100 million contract. Not necessarily because the Raiders are preparing themselves to move to Las Vegas. So the Raiders, much like the Rams did from St. Louis to LA, that this is exactly what the Rams franchise wanted. It's tough to be good in your first year moving. But if you start setting yourself up that way now, two years in advance, and I thought that was a pretty good point when you look at the Khalil Mack trade, because Aaron Donald's the same thing. Aaron Donald wanted to play for the Los Angeles Rams. It's just that there was contract disputes. I'm sure Khalil Mack wanted to play for the Oakland Raiders, but the Oakland Raiders are setting themselves up for two years down the line, and Khalil Mack's contract doesn't fit into those plans right now. And by product... You saw the Ra- Raiders be really bad, and when Aaron Rodgers was out of the game, Khalil Mack was essentially the, be- was the best player on every side of the ball.
1: I think this may be a little newsflash to you, but Derek Carr, I believe the Raiders can walk away next year from Derek Carr's contract.
0: Well, he's not that good right now. So, I mean, listen, that's more money they're going to save. Since he signed that deal, he's has not been very good. They can say you say something about Matt Stafford. Well, I hope. Uh, but the only thing is I feel bad for Matt Stafford, and it comes back to the Aaron Rodgers point. At what point do, if we're going to pay these guys or have what we believe is the best quarterback possible, how are we not going to give these guys offensive lines? How is it that Aaron Rodgers can continually get hurt? How is it that Matthew Stafford can continually get hurt? Have you ever noticed that that's the one Andrew, commonality? your Luck. Right. The one commonality with Tom Brady besides the Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Peyton Manning for 95% of his career. 95% of Peyton Manning's career until that neck injury with Indianapolis how many years in? 12, 13, 14, whatever it was. He had a great offensive line in front of him. Why? I don't understand that. If we have a great quarterback. It's the same thing, though. And we're going to get into it in a minute. With the New York Giants. You sold on Saquon. You sold high on Eli Manning. But yet, our offensive line, your offensive line, (laughs) still performing at a low level now. And we'll get into it deeper. At the end of the day, it's week one of the NFL season. And it's going to take everybody a minute. Overreaction Andrew. Exactly.
1: Overreaction Andrew. Exactly. You were hyped
0: up texting me this morning. But watching Aaron Rodgers limp around in the second half, it was brilliant. What was it? 273 passing yards in the second half compared to 13 in the first half. 13, three TDs, 13 yards in the first quarter. But... Three TDs in the second half, compared to zero. A few big plays, obviously some help from Randall Cobb, obviously taking the last TD to the house. But either way, watching him limp around, I'm, I'm, the whole time I'm sitting there saying to myself, how have we not gotten an offensive line for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay?
1: Because guys like Joe Thomas play their whole career in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Think about that, Andrew. Probably one of the best offensive linemen we've seen in my lifetime of watching football true he spent i think I believe 10 straight years in cleveland protecting how many quarterbacks 48 you know what i'm saying like makes no sense the o line it really I, I don't know like you said
0: they don't they, grow they, they, on they, trees though if you think about it because think about how but, hard it is but to now to they're find one of the highest beat. now they're one of the highest paid positions it's true it has to be though cuz you see the facts robert griffins career yeah he's a running quarterback but it's also ruined because nobody can protect him Andrew Luck might never win a Super Bowl. I heard a crazy stat. Detroit hasn't had a one hundred yard rusher since Reggie Bush in two thousand thirteen. You're gonna five
1: so, years. Come on. So in.
0: essentially Matt essentially you signed Matthew Stafford and said, Hey bud, here's the football go throw fifty five times. That's what he does. And they lose. They lose. And he gets hurt. They lose royally. And he gets hurt. Losing to the Jets. The, by thirty something. Mm. And it, and it all comes back to... your way, pal. Right? And this is my question. How do you, does Aaron Rodgers' career get... How does it get summed up at the end of his career? Because a lot of this might not be his fault because probably at the end of his career you're going to see yardages and touchdowns and low interceptions and some crazy numbers. But if you only see one Super Bowl, how does Aaron Rodgers' career measure up to some of the other guys we talk about? Because when we talk about Aaron Rodgers in the present ant, we talk a lot about him being the best quarterback in the NFL.
1: He's one of the probably best throwers of the ball, is what I hear a lot, too, about Aaron Rodgers. Listen, I think he, he knows in his head he got paid all that money this year. He needs to In that extension, he needs to justify with another Super Bowl ring. But I don't think they're building quality around him. He, they lose Jordy Nelson. He doesn't do much his Terrible. first game in Oakland.
0: because Derek Carr's bad.
1: Devonta Adams, he looked pretty good. Geronimo Allison, he's a speedster. The running backs, they kind of have a running back by committee system going on. They, they really don't give him any help. The O-line's kind of not the best in the league. Tight end, Jimmy Graham, what did he do? I think he had like 18 yards. Not a do factor. Much, which, that scares me because he's so talented. He's such a threat. He hasn't been a factor
0: since he was with Drew Brees. But think
1: about this. Think about this. After he got hurt, what did Aaron Rodgers do? was in shotgun, took the ball. One, one, one little flick of the wrist, ball was out. Not too many tight ends are going to be up the field in that amount of time to turn around and catch the ball anyway. So that's why he
0: was kind of not really in the mix for that game. That's the only way they can be successful, though, no? Well, to hurt Aaron Rodgers, He's yeah. Got, well, he, but even, even without him, though, because cause think about it. They were down before he got hurt. They weren't playing good before, and I get it. It's week one.
1: That's a good front four too for Chicago. That's right, a real good front four. That's
0: a, so, and you're gonna go. You're gonna face them again. You're gonna face Minnesota twice, and to, Next this, week. and I'm not even gonna go over the rest of your schedule. Oof. So that so it's much like the Giants' discussion, and a lot of discussions for a lot of NFL teams though. If you don't spread the football around because your offensive line is suspect, your quarterback's gonna have no time. You're not gonna give your playmakers on the outside an opportunity, or if you're a team like Dallas. Or you're a team like the Giants, or your team's with good running backs, but you don't have the opportunity to utilize them because you can't, don't have any protection, or there's a guy in the backfield before they can even blink. It's impossible to be a fully functioning offense. And it all starts with, and it goes back to your point before, that's why they're the highest, starting to be the highest paid players in the NFL now, or they should be, is the offensive line. Because all we do is talk about the trenches. And that's on both sides of the ball, too, though.
1: The line's important. Gotta, you gotta have a quarterback. You got to be able to protect the quarterback. Got to be able to rush a quarterback. Those are kind of the three. I would say the three first ingredients I would ha- I would start as my GM. Because frankly, I think I deserve to be GM of the Giants. Because I don't know what's going on with my squad, Andrew. We paid all that money to Nate Solder. He didn't look too good on Sunday. We paid all that money. Well, we we got that first round draft pick, Eric Flowers. Let's move him over to right, Andrew. I mean, is this nineteen seventy five? Can't you can't just move a guy. From the left side to the right side because he blows. Let me ask you this: Von Miller, Calais Campbell. Who am I missing? Joey Bosa. He's a good pass rusher. Who else? Aaron
0: Donald. Aaron Donald. He's pass more rusher. an inside guy, but still.
1: Where do these guys come from? Uh, Khalil Mack. Where do they rush from? The right side or the left side. doesn't matter. They can play both positions. Everywhere. So you can't just move Flowers because he sucks from the left side to the right side. Because you know They'll what? They'll find Khalil him. What <laughs> was on the right side? I think 80% of the snaps against They'll Green find Bay. him. Exactly. So what do you, you can't always shift your line to Eric
0: Flowers because then you're going to see what happens. Nate Solder and Willie Hernandez get beat. And you put too much on the other guys on the line. That's a great point. You put way too much pressure. Are, is there no better option? Is that literally the best option for the New York Giants?
1: I can't believe Eric Flowers is still employed. After last year, I don't, under, I don't understand because Shermer and, and Gettleman don't have any allegiance to and Flowers. They, they that cut was, Webb. It was the exactly, same thing. There's no allegiance to him. Like, what is... I don't know who our backup is. I think it's something Walker, Brian... No, Wheeler. 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 Sorry, good call. Resident Dolphin fan. I don't understand how... This, this, what does he have... Eight fingers? Seven and a half fingers? He's like, JPP, what's going on? Like, how, how does he not at least give Flowers a run for his money? Yes. Because what we saw the first drive of the game, when he blatantly gets blown past Calais Campbell and trips him, gets that holding right in front of the end zone. Thank God it wasn't a safety because if it Inches. was 5 nothing, it might have spiraled even, even further out of control. And as bad as our O-line played, I mean, we lost by five. To a good team. To to a, uh, listen, they were a quarter and a half away from going to Super Bowl last Semi-decent year. Semi <laughs> decent offense. Yeah, the offense is suspect. Blake Portals is terrible. But that's
0: what scares me about the Giants right now is that they still gave up. They 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 gave up thirteen. Points thirteen for that points. Offense. They got that. Uh,
1: the, the The guy that got from Jacksonville got beat, and then he lit up that tip pass that Eli threw quick. But here's my thing, Andrew. And I I'm probably, I, wanna, I, wanna get, I want the folks to really hear this because I need, to, I need, I need to, I, not an answer, but I want to see the reaction. A lot of my Giant fans, your brother especially, <laughs> your brother's wife especially, since she has a great question for us. <laughs> a fan bag coming yeah, up later. Yeah, fan
0: bag coming up later. Teaser. I watched this man return
1: kicks at Penn State. Okay. And granted, it's the first game of the season. Why not He's have your number there? two pick. The kid is electric, Andrew, in open space. You saw it. He got a lot of little one and two yard runs. Because A.R. O-line was terrible, and Jacksonville lived in our back, in our backfield. It is what it is. But you saw him. He has the ability to break tackles. He has an open space, too, Andrew. He can do a little something. And he's got pretty good hands.
0: And the Giants, historically, have had terrible special teams.
1: I mean, I I would say we put Odell back there a few times in yeah. the games when Coughlin needed wins. Which yeah. I, I love that idea, the too. The
0: Eagles were historically, I mean, they did it historically against the Giants, with is Jackson. So go, no, no,
1: no, no, stop. It's the time time. 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 Time.
0: Time. Time.
1: Why not put number twenty six back there? I get it. First game. I mean, we, at some point we need to stop coddling and protecting these these prized possessions like they're like they're fine china. And and let him know. run. I know he's got a tight, you know, he had a little bit of tight hand coming into this, into the game, but you saw him run. You saw that sixty eight yard touchdown, our only bit of offense besides Odell. And I mean, uh, but I at think- that critical juncture in time. At worst-case scenario, he calls for a fair catch. He's at least short-handed. I know you signed this guy because that was his particular job with special teams not to do that. And how many times have the Giants muffed a kick? That's what I'm saying. Historically, special teams has been bad it's been for horrible. the football Giants. And I, I would just wish that they would have thought about putting him back there because like he, took, he took one at Ohio State at the biggest level in college. against Ohio State, he took one right to the house. Which totally changed the per, the, per, the game around and gave Penn State such a, a huge momentum swing, like stuff like that.
0: He creates, and I just wish. No, I hear you. Listen, they spent a number two overall pick on him, so use the they, man. I'm putting him everywhere. I might put him on I'm, defense. I'm making that dude Le'Veon Bell right
1: thirty five touch. But get, I agree, thirty
0: five touches a game, forty touches a game. You're a better football team if Saquon oh. Barkley is used how the Panthers want to use Christian McCaffrey this year, how the Steelers have been using Le'Veon Bell. How the Rams use Gurley. Exactly. You're a better Arizona team. uses David Johnson. Now, the one thing I'm going to say is Saquon Barkley needs to get way more comfortable getting the football and running right through the teeth. That's not now, his father. I understand kind of that. like Le'Veon. He... If that's the case, then they're going to need to get a complimentary back that can. Because I think the other part of the, the, the equation is, if you're a defense that knows he's going to try and break it to the outside, in college, he could beat some of those DNs to the outside. Right. In the NFL, he's going to lose a lot of those battles. He's going to beat a lot of those guys. He's that fast. You saw That's it already. Right, but he has to show the ability to at least run somewhere up the gut so that when he does see the bounce-hat opportunity, they're less likely to hold contain cuz he's proving his ability to run through the A, the or the B gap. You know what I'm saying? And then they'll pitch it on the outside. They'll get him on the outside, and if that if that's not the case, then they should find somebody that would be able to complement him that can bruise it through the middle so that when they put him in the game or they do a double back set, it's more effective. Because you got to think knowing Saquon Barkley coming out of college. The Rams are thinking, let's see if he'll run it right down the throat. With big Aaron Donald. Yes. And Tom can sue. Right. Good let's luck. see if he'll good run luck. it down the throat. Good and luck. they took their chance on the outside. And because Saquon Barkley's so good, he got one.
1: Yeah.
0: He got him. Listen. But you see what I'm saying? If he shows that ability. But again, it's early. And the, what I want to tell you is, I think it just comes down to, it's not only... Eric Flowers, the whole offensive line doesn't even know each other. It's, it's so new. They barely play with each other in the preseason. This is the preseason right now. Right. And I think that's what the New York Giants are going through. I think it's going to be a better football team than last year. I think you will see Saquon Barkley returning punts at some point. I really do. I think that... He is that electrifying. He's that electric. I think he should be a wideout. He should be a slot receiver. He should be a halfback. He should be able. He should be the quarterback sometimes. I think he should be the pump returner. If you're in a playoff situation late in the year, you put him back on a kickoff team. He should be on the onside's hands team. If I The more times I have him on the field, the better. Because I think you'll agree with me on this one, and a lot of Giants fans out there will agree with me on this one. Eli Manning is not winning new football games by himself anymore. If he's blocked, if if, if he has time, he has the ability to still put the ball where it needs to be so his playmakers, Odell, Saquon, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, can make plays. But Eli Manning is probably not going to dazzle without other things around him going well anymore.
1: No, 100%, Andrew. That was... And listen, he, he, he did a lot of his magic with, I want to say subpar players, but he never had an Odell Beckham as a wideout. He never had a Saquon Barkley as a running back. He had complimentary pieces. He had guys that knew their role and who played, you know, kind of out of, not out of their mind, but, you know, kind of stuck in their, stayed in their lane. And Eli, with a little bit of magic and a little bit of clutchness, came through for us. But, I mean, watching that first game, and obviously Jacksonville's a tough test. I, I didn't have high expectations going into the season, I mean, sure. Do I want to go 10-6, 11-5, go to the playoffs? Of course. Every, Everyone. Every fan wants to watch meaningful football in January, February. Got to be realistic, though. Got to be realistic. And yes, we, we instead of drafting a, a, a future franchise quarterback, we went with the running back because we know we have Eli for a few more years. But with this O-line being, and obviously they're going to, it's a new unit, so they need, to, I would say, the first three to four weeks to, you know, it's gonna be a, a kind of a hot. It's gonna be kind of ugly, like like it like it was week one. But watching Eli just kind of scamper, throw the ball away, throw it high, throw it inaccurately, kind of rushing his passes. He has got chose. Checking, checking down to Saquon a little bit way too much because I don't want to say Odell was open every play, but Odell was open every play. It felt that way. And I mean, he just did. Oh, Eli didn't want to wait, and he was nervous, and he could tell he was kind of skittish. He was seeing ghosts. He was he was throwing the ball quick. And it doesn't excuse Ingram and Sit Shepard because they had quite a few drops. You know, those two need to really step up as well because, like, like you said, it needs to be a whole unit. All three phases need to be clicking. Obviously, sp- special teams let us down. I would say the defense played well. Uh, well yes, enough. Well enough. Right? To win you a football the, game. The, 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 the offense they went against wasn't special. Leonard Fournette was eating us alive until he went down. You know, all right. Thank goodness he went down with a hamstring because so, he was bearing us.
0: Tell me this, okay? And, and I think this is a fair question. If we're sitting here and you make the, the, the moves you make in the offseason and we go into Giants training camp and I say, Listen, Anthony, you have the football being punted to you with 52 seconds left on the clock. You're down by five to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Week one, they were in the AFC championship game last year and arguably should have beaten the New England Patriots in New England. Knowing what you know how the Giants season went last year, how much uncertainty there was, you don't know the how how much points are scored. You just know you're down by 5 with a minute left and you're about to get the football. Would you take that when training camp started? 100%. That's my point. 100%. So I think we can all overreact after week 1 and I think my brother said the best and he was at the game. He said, "I'm not mad. They played one of the better teams in football. They clearly don't have it figured out. The preseason isn't the preseason anymore. It's essentially just glorified practice. September is the preseason." As long as I see good things, a good thing was Saquon Barkley. A good thing was a healthy Odell Beckham. A good thing was Eli still finding Odell for 111 yards and Saquon still finding 106. So be it one run was 68 yards. What do I care? Right. That's fine. So you've got to clean up the fumble on special teams. You have to clean up the offensive line. And if it's not perfect, it's that maybe just aren't getting batted down and Eli has .5 seconds more to throw the football. Whatever it is. I think that would be enough to have then won you a football game like that. So take the overreaction out of it because I want to get into the Jets because there was a lot of overreaction going for about three and a half minutes in that game.
1: So you mean Super Bowl champion Jets? Oh. Super Bowl bound Jets? Oh. it going to be tough, man. It's in your oh. Division? Oh. oh,
0: man. Big, but, week, big week two matchup, Andrew. But you know what? Can you hold that thought for a second? No. I'm because just going to with it. we have run into some technical difficulties And we're going to have to finish this conversation as a part of Friday Morning Dab 21. So tune back in Friday morning, 7 a.m., iTunes, Google, Spotify podcast to hear Andrew and Anthony's What Do You Got picks, the updated What Do You Got scoreboard, and they can chime in on what the fans think of Sam Darnold, Serena Williams, and more. The Double A Balls Podcast. We are ass. At... Ba, ba, me gusta si. Ba, ba, me gusta si. Ba, ba, me gusta si. Ba, ba, sabrosi.